You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And be sure to check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. We just had our first one-hour Zoom chat with some of our biggest and greatest supporters, Cheryl, Carlos, Melissa, Ben, Chase, Joseph. We promised them an hour, and we gave them an hour and a half. See, we are not... uh, (laughs) We're very giving on this program, Uh, and we talked all things Rays baseball, and uh, we will actually be posting up that audio for free on our Patreon page and maybe on YouTube at a later point as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you $10 off your first order. BuiltBar.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays enter the 2020 MLB playoffs with a sweep of the Philadelphia Phillies at the Trop, finishing their regular season record with a 40-20 and 20 mark, the best record in the American League. Now they are on to face the Toronto Blue Jays at the Trop for a best-of-three series beginning Tuesday. Ulysses, without further ado, it is a Monday, which means our takeaways, observations, thoughts, all that good stuff. It is time for that. I will let you go ahead and take it away. Well, yeah. First first of all, I know that every Rays fan, uh, I know I've said this a few times this season, but probably woke up with a very huge grin on their face, and that's because of the 40 wins. They actually got to 40 wins. What an amazing accomplishment to go 40-20. Look, does it mean more if you go 40-20 than 39-21? and 21? No, absolutely nothing. It, it, it would have changed nothing, and uh, the team is as good uh, if they win 40 as they win 39, really. That, that, that's how I see it. Yeah. But there's something about the round numbers in baseball, especially in baseball. I think that it just gives you that extra meaning, the 500 home runs, right? the 3,000 hits. Uh, it's just the 300 average. It's just things like to be, you know, in rounded numbers. And forty twenty just sounded so good for this team that has. I mean, how apropos that the the fortieth win was on arms basically that were not on the opening day roster except for Oliver Drake, right? I mean, it was Sheriff, Loop, and rookie sensation uh, Josh Fleming. That's the race. <laughs> I mean, you had a complete uh, game, a shutout w- with with the, these games, uh, with these guys that were in the alternate site. And, 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 and most race fans didn't really know about these guys either. It, it's really amazing. That's my first takeaway. Yeah, if I was like, hey, Ulysses, before the season started, at some point we're going to have a game where we're going to be relying on Josh Fleming, Ryan Sheriff, and Aaron Loop, you'd be like, 
oh boy, are we even going to make the playoffs this year? What because happened? nobody really knew of these names. Sure, we had heard of Aaron Loop, but I don't think we had expected yeah. him to be as good as he was. He was just sort of like a cast-off signing. Let's take a flyer on him, see if it sticks. But Josh Fleming, nobody had Josh Fleming on the radar coming no. into the season outside of probably the Rays' front office. They probably knew. They knew mm-hmm. what he brought to the table and, and management and things like that. But as far as the fan base, it was, it's been a very, very pleasant surprise. And, man, I think that number four, number five spot in the future definitely could be Josh Fleming for the taking for sure. And that, that was a great point you made about the, the 40 wins. That's great. That's awesome. It's a great round number. I think how they did it, closing out the season, winning nine of their last 11 and sweeping the Phillies, which had a ton to play for. I mean, they were playing for their playoff lives, and of course, they didn't get there. And they're a team that they came in rolling with Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, Mm -hmm. maybe the best catcher in baseball, Ray Muto. Uh, The rookie of the year, possibly? Yeah. Alec Bohm, Uh, yeah. They threw in their their biggest horses of Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. And still, it wasn't mm-hmm. even enough to steal one game from the Rays at the Trop, let yeah. alone winning that series. So this is a good sign, I think. I mean, the momentum is on. I know that is such a cliche to say in baseball, but they are riding hot right now. I'd much rather have the team winning nine of their last 11 than losing nine of their last 11 going and sinking into the playoffs. That's and- for sure gasping into the playoffs you know that that's a whole different feel i think the momentum is definitely there i don't care if it's cliche or not that's definitely true there is momentum in a clubhouse and 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 you can notice it and so that's perfect scenario they're playing at the trop okay snell is amazing at the trop on tuesday against the jays and again it's a young team against a, a team that's been in in the playoffs before no matter how young uh, the rays are my second takeaway has absolutely nothing to do with baseball. Oh, wow. Ish. Okay. Unfortunately, Fox had a great opportunity to showcase probably one of the best, if not the best, charming personality that the Rays have in Willie Adamas, and they completely blew it. They blew it. Uh didn't do a sound check, I guess. Uh, they had him on on the dugout, and they couldn't even hear him uh, for for uh, the first sixty seconds of the interview, if I can call it an interview. Uh, his vo- voice came in and out. Then on the field, with so many opportunities to have a good conversation with him about going to the playoffs in consecutive years, uh, talking to him uh, growing up in, in Dominican Republic, you know, something. They whiffed completely, Kevin. I mean, at one point, it was so awkwardly silent that Willie was the one that asked the booth a question, which, of course, could have generated some conversation, but it ended up being a yes or no response by the booth. It was just absolutely disgusting, the, the, the way that they had a rising star in baseball, one of the probably one of the best shortstops um, coming up in the last few years. And to just with completely, uh, it, it really, it was so disappointing as a race fan to be on that national stage and in a team that's going to the playoffs and not give them the proper uh, platform. Okay, let me ask you this, because I was kind of in and out of the game 
Uh, I was watching a lot of college football and I had the baseball game on mute, kind of watching multi screens at once. Did they have Willie mic'd up strictly in the dugout or on the field as well, or a little bit of both? Both. Both. Okay. And there were issues, technical issues on both sides. Yes, exactly. On the on the on the, it started first on the dugout. You know, he had his little earpiece and, yeah. and and the microphone on the on the jersey. Couldn't hear him for the first forty five seconds, minute. It was it was bad. Uh, it was so awkward that the guys in the booth didn't even know how to react. Oh, really? We don't really know how. Okay, there's the pitch, and you know, it was it was Man. just so awkward. You, you would expect so better from a national broadcast team that is going to have to be. On the big stage in a couple of days, you don't want this to happen during the World Series or the AL or NLCS. Maybe they're just working out the kinks right now, I guess, but those should have been worked out a long time ago. Prior, this should not be an issue. Yeah, Prior to Willie Adams, right? And even more infuriating is that half an inning prior or an inning prior, they had Joe Girardi with the headset, right? Mm-hmm. So, look, I am I understand that you you can't have the headset on a player on the field, but right. mitigate the the problems by having the thing that worked an inning prior do the same thing to the player that's in the dugout chilling. And yeah. I know that he went to bat later on and they could actually talk to him while on base, which was kind of neat. And that's the only time that it actually worked, surprisingly. But it was just such a wasted yeah. opportunity. That could have gone so much better. Uh, I bet that doesn't happen to Aaron Judge if Aaron Judge is mic'd up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the big yeah. stars, I, I, I just, again, you, it just feels like a, like a slap in the face once again by, by the national media to, to the Tampa Bay market. Yeah, and it's one of those things. I don't know if I would – I would love to mic up Willie in the dugout, but micing up a shortstop in the middle of the game – like if you're going to mic up a player, you might want to mic up like the right fielder or somebody, somebody that's not going to get a ton of action or even a first baseman that doesn't necessarily have to be thinking – I mean, any moment a ball could be coming to Willie Adamas, and he has, he has a lot of things going on, so that kind of makes me question why they would want to do that necessarily. They also should have – they didn't interview Glass now. No Glass now. No, nobody. They just just, just Willie. And again, it's a team that's going to the playoffs. It's, uh, it's it's they're number one seed. They're they're about to win forty games. I just it, it's it, it's unfortunate that the Fox didn't really do much with that. And I agree with you. It kind of makes me uneasy to have a shortstop. It kind of makes me uneasy to have a mic'd up player. Right. Yes. on the field. You know, even a right field or first baseman. Hey, the ball might come to you. So I just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, – a part of me of the fan loves hearing the guys play and, and right. those sounds of the game makes it so, so much cooler. But a part of me also thinks I would rather Willie and anybody else that's mic'd up uh, be 100% yeah. on the game. I think the opportunity to do that is probably during spring training. That's yes. probably the time if you are going to do that. I love the feature and I love the concept. It's just about – especially if you're like – I don't think any Phillies players wanted to be mic'd up during the course of they're trying to play for, for a, right. that, that postseason spot or whatnot. So national broadcast screws it up again. Not the first time. Yep. Not a big fan of uh, who was it? Kevin Burkhardt and John Smoltz, I guess. I'm, I'm not uh, Aaron something. Um, I don't remember the last name, but yeah, I'm just. Oh, looking. Aaron Goldschmidt, I think. Okay. Maybe. Um, I just, I, I'm not really looking forward to. Um, TBS and everything else that we're going to have to 
uh, bear to, to watch the Rays. I think uh, I might pull a mute button and just hear Dave and Andy. Um, That's a because, smart play. Because honestly, I can't take these national guys saying, well, there's no household names. Like, yeah, in your house because you don't know baseball. Mm-hmm. I don't care that you're a Hall of Famer. You don't know who these guys are because you didn't, you didn't do your homework. You watch a dozen games a year and you're only focused on the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers and things yeah. like that. How about this? You can do the, the radio simultaneous feed. I'll give you my reaction to the national broadcast. And if there's Thank any you. snafus, I will... I don't want you, you know, losing a gasket watching the Rays game and, and tweeting out something that you may have to yes. uh, take back at some point. So. I don't want to have to apologize for something stupid to be said. There so, we go. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, anything else from your takeaways? I just need to hear about something in the middle and then uh, hear your takeaways. All right. I will give you my takeaways and observations. But first, we've got to tell you about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before. They are now up to 18 amazing flavors. That includes six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Here's what you need to know about Built Bars. They're 100% covered in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And they're great for the health-conscious guy or lady. Use them to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. If you don't believe me, here is their cherry flavor, 17 grams protein, 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, and 4 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you $10 off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Also, for a limited time, they are offering a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go do all that at BuiltBar.com. Hey, fellas. Matt Gray here. I got a hypothetical for you. Say the MLB announces teams get one DH, but it can be applied to either the pitcher or the catcher, right? So you can have a DH for your pitcher or your catcher. You get to choose. Which do you choose to get the DH? Any of our pitchers or Mike Zanino? Thanks, fellas. A great hypothetical question from Dr. <laughs> Matthew James Gray, and also great to hear from Dr. Matthew James Gray. It's been a while. Um, yeah. The Mike Zanino question, he always seems to come back up. Oh. Just when we think we're out, we get pulled back in with yeah. Mike Zanino talk. I'll tell you what, the fact that we're even having this conversation speaks to how poorly Mike Zanino has been this right. year that he is hitting at a pitcher's level or worse. I've got to tell you, though, Ulysses, if um, Zach Ranke was on my roster, right. if Madison Bumgarner was on my roster, if Michael Lorenzen, definitely Shohei Otani, if those types of guys, you know, back in the day, if Mike Hampton was on back my roster. Back in the day of uh, Brandon McKay when he was healthy. Possibly, yeah. He <laughs> might have been an option as well. It would be something definitely 
to think about for sure. I mean, I wouldn't, of course, at this point in the season with the universal DH and guys, none of the pitchers taking any reps with a bat or running the bases, I wouldn't do that. But if, if Zanino, if we were a national league team and we had been used to pitchers hitting and we had a guy that, okay, we know that, you know, Zach Ranke is a 225 career hitter, or we know that Madison Bumgarner, you know, has 19 home runs and 650 plate appearances or whatever. Like that might have to be something you would think about. Look, I will say this about Zanino. He did get two hits the other day. He did go two for three slapped off a couple. He did. He did. And I think he's hitting like 263 in the last uh, seven games or so. He didn't. Why don't we have a 162 game season? He he could have finished the season with (laughs) over 200. Could have done it. Just didn't have enough time. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if we had a Carlos Zambrano, sure. I'll 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 have Big Z up there, the bull, and uh, and 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 hack away. It also would depend. I I love this question. If 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 the style of baseball were a little bit different, and Mm -hmm. and and by that I mean the small ball aspect was a little bit more alive. Then pitchers, I know people are like, oh, bunting is so difficult. Bunting is so difficult. Bunting for a hit is difficult. Mm -hmm. Putting a bunt down is not that difficult. Why is it not that difficult? Because every pitcher in the National League has been doing that since 1975. uh, And the DH was was involved that, you know, they just put the bunt down. And get the, so that is not a difficult thing to do. So if the style of baseball were, were different, yeah, I would probably keep the guy like the pitcher who knows how to put a bunt down and get a DH for a catcher who is hitting. Um, let me go look one forty seven with an on base percentage of two thirty eight, uh, so an OPS of five ninety eight. I mean, come on. That's pitcher level. 37 strikeouts and 75 at-bats. It's worse than some pitchers. Like, literally, Madison Bumgarner is a better career hitter and has had better seasons and has made plate appearances than Mike Zanino. It's something to think about for sure. Okay, Uh, great question by Dr. Matthew James Gray. And who knows, maybe 20 years from now, we'll have a double DH and the catchers will no longer have to hit. And now will we'll, we'll, defensive position. Will the pitcher strike out at a forty-four percent clip like Zanino did? I don't know. Not if you're laying down on a laying down a bun all the time. I will yeah. say this, you know, Mike Zanino, big, bulky, he's got some strength to him. Just lean into one every time. Any chance you get nice. a little bit inside, just yeah. lean into one. Just stick do that it. elbow out. Joey Wendell, do the Brendan Geyer move. It's okay. It's not even throw an arm. You you put no. a put a little guard there, put a Barry Bonds guard yeah. there, and, and you're okay. Yeah, just throwing that out there, man. Uh, I, I don't even want to bring up what uh, Travis Darno is hitting this year because it'll just make all Rays fans Depress cry. All of us, I think. yeah. Uh, and, you know, I will credit <sighs> Mike Zanino very briefly. Uh, that strike him out, throw him out. The pop time was showing. I think was it Friday's game? He was it a runner? Yeah, he still got it defensively. I will say that. Uh, offensively, not so much. But that's been par for the course for Zanino since he's been in a raised uniform. Um, okay, my next takeaway. Okay, you know, 2020, and we may disagree with that, this, it's, it's all been kind of, you know, on some things, you know, I'm, I love that they implemented the universal DH. I like the seven inning double headers. I like the ghost runner on second for extra innings to move things a- a- along. 
and and try to at least you know keep teams healthy or not worn out in this abbreviated 60 game slate but with the expanded playoffs if it goes away after this year okay i can live with it i'm fine with it i'm sure there's a lot of baseball fans that would like to see it reverted back to what we have been used to in prior years but at least for this season alone i loved that it was implemented i love that it was implemented because it actually gave some and still gives some hope enjoyment and excitement for some fan bases and some organizations that have been longing longing for a playoff spot you look at the marlins first playoff appearance since 2003 Anybody remember Juan Pierre and Luis Castillo and all those guys? First winning season since 2009. Yes. So that's one. The Padres, first playoff appearance since 2006, 13 years. White Sox, first playoff appearance since 2008, 11 years. By the way, they lost in the ALDS to the Rays in four games that year. I think they lost to Grant Balfour, really. The Australian sensation. Still in great shape. Still oh, yeah. has it. We saw him. We saw him at FanFest, right? Yeah, it's still looking like a tank. It was ridiculous. That seems about thirty years ago now. FanFest <laughs> yeah. in February. That's COVID. Been... Yeah. Twenty twenty has not been easy. On... I want to see like a side by side of like people and what they look like. The presidential comparison, you know, yes. year one to year eight. What do people look like pre COVID this year and post COVID? Right. Or is it, is, are we still post COVID? I don't even know. I, I know we're, we're not yet, but like at the end of the year, I do want to see <laughs> yeah. what a lot of, lot yeah. of gray hairs, a lot of pounds, a lot of just if souls we could take taken a away pic- from people. <laughs> if we could take a picture of our mental health pre COVID and then what it's now, it would probably say deteriorating at yes. a rapid, quick uh, pace. Yeah. A lot of tan lines around the face <laughs> with the mask and everything. Perry Perry's losing in. it. It's been a He's while lo- yeah. since we've gotten a Perry update. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Perry, let me finish this segment. Uh, <laughs> let me continue on this. So, so as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by Perry, Perry, right. what do you work for the uh, Fox National team? You, you, yeah. Understand your cues here on, on broadcast <laughs> etiquette. Uh, the Reds, first playoff appearance since 2013, six years. The Blue Jays, first playoff appearance since 2016 and a year after losing 95 games, which they did, of course, in uh, 2019. Also, not just the teams that made the playoffs, but there was some excitement that percolated between Seattle, Baltimore, San Francisco. Like Those those teams were down to the wire. The Detroit Tigers, uh, three weeks ago, were one game away from a playoff spot. Again, yeah, I I see the merit in it for 2020 Mm -hmm. Um, with these expanded playoffs. I I think that was great. Most fan bases had something to cheer for, except obviously the Boston Red Sox. And you know what? That's awesome. There were a couple teams, yeah, that didn't Uh, have uh, much to cheer for. And I don't – I'm not mad about the Red Sox. I don't think any of us are mad about – the Red Sox. Literally 29 other uh, fan bases are okay with the Red Sox yeah. being seller dwellers. Ron Renneke's probably like, okay, Oof. I'm glad I'm not returning. Thanks. Yeah. See you guys later. Swan song. <laughs> this is broadcast time. Fire dumpster time over. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, I, I've never understood that thing about, uh, really, I really never have firing somebody in a baseball club before the last game is out. Why? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. Probably there was some leak by the media or something, and the Red Sox had to acknowledge it. 
that might be why I, I really don't get it. I you might just finish out the season. Just finish out the there. season. I don't yeah. I don't understand what you have to like cut the legs underneath the guy like before like he probably had his goddamn yeah. uniform on. And he, who knows? Maybe they they probably had told everybody beforehand. Hey, this is a one year deal, most likely. They Ron, never did call him manager. Old. They always interim, said interim. interim. Yes, <laughs> assistant to the manager. Yeah, that was the thing. Yes, you are our hold place placeholder until yeah. placeholder until <laughs> Alex Cora can be brought uh, brought back in after his uh, uh, piddling one year suspension. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, boy. Uh, My last takeaway, and this is completely and utterly self-serving. I'm going to be like a politician here. But I think I need to open up my own betting shop, start my own betting network, because I hit, and I hit well yesterday, and really over the course of the entire weekend. Rays game, check. Bucks game, check. Colts game, check. Heat game, check. I lost on the Saints-Packers game, but 80% is pretty darn good. If I can give you 80% returns, that's uh That's Hall of Fame numbers right there, buddy. And uh, I'm ca- Look, I'm happy for you. I'm kind of upset that you didn't alert me to, to, to these things before they happen. But I'm, uh, I'm hopeful that you know my number and, and you yes. can text me these uh, little hints uh, before they happen because that, that, that's pretty good. I mean, although I will say I did see the race one coming. And I did see the heat coming because yes. I'm telling you, that's going to be such a fun, fun finals. I, I always tune in only for the finals. The the clips on the playoffs, sure, right. I'll tune in here and there. But the finals, I do watch, and that's going to be exciting. Yes, it will be. And we'll, again, probably have to be running multiple TVs and multiple phones <laughs> and tablets with all the action going on between the NHL, the NBA, baseball, of course, in football. And again, I didn't just pick these teams to win. I picked, I got the points right. I got the spreads right. Right. I was right. like, yes, the Bucks will win by more than this amount. The Colts will win by more than this amount. So uh, if anybody out there, including Ulysses, wants some betting advice, you can email us at lockdownraise at gmail.com. If you want some real, real exclusive betting advice, you can sign up uh, to Patreon, patreon.com slash raise unfiltered, and I will give you all the tips and hints that you could ever want. Um, speaking of that, man, I, I do want to harp on this again, that um, we had a, a great chat, not a meeting. Yes. We want to be very clear about that. It was not a meeting uh, between uh, some of our biggest Rays fans and supporters. And it was, it was just so easy, just so conversational, just shooting the, the crap, if you will. Yes. Um, with, you know, more than half a dozen of our uh, supporters and it's something that you can get in on as well if you go to patreon.com slash raise unfiltered and sign up for tier three we're going to be doing these uh zoom chats uh pretty much monthly even over the course of the off season and everything like that so we hope that you sign up for that uh or upgrade your current plan to be a part of that because we have um, people all over the, yes. the the globe right i mean uh, it, it was pretty awesome i think joe uh got to sleep at what 3 a.m in the morning it was pretty cool. yeah we've got it yeah joe was over uh in another country uh the uk i believe so we we got to maybe try to accommodate him a little bit more next time <laughs> yeah uh, we also have you know we've got a lot of listeners out of australia 
So yeah. that might be an opportunity. Really, it's it might be a logistical hurdle for us to get all these different <laughs> uh, different areas. Kind of, hey, um, if you can hit eighty percent on your uh, on your bets, I'm sure you, we can find uh, a hit for 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 a scheduling time that that can hit at least eighty percent of the people on the tier three. Right? I could not have said that better myself. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now to your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Playoff day.